Hello and welcome to the Little Minds Big Ideas podcast with the Early Years Network, the podcast where we are talking all things childhood and early years from inside and outside our wonderful industry. And today I am joined by Olivia Hulley, who is currently a nursery manager, um, but her background is all in acting and um, she's done some musical theatre. So today we are going to dive into that. So firstly, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role in early years and how you kind of got to that position? Yeah, so um, I am currently a nursery manager um, for like a chain of um, day nurseries. Um, so that is something that's been quite um, a recent journey. Um, but I have been with this company um, for three and a half years now. Um, and I kind of fell into it by accident, really. Um, it, it's really weird because I... When I had like my like kind of performing career, like I've done kind of singing abroad um, and uh, performing um, in uh, performing in um, like holiday parks and things like that. Um, I did a little bit of like bank work, so okay, um, things. Uh, I was part of like an agency, and it just worked really well with my. Um, auditions so I kind of just picked up work yeah as I went um which we know in this industry is like I was pretty much needed every single day um, in nurseries and um, mostly nurseries but um, a little bit um like teaching assistant in school and um, so I did that for a while and I had my um CV on Indeed I was approached by a company asking whether I wanted to actually join them because they saw that I had got a performing arts background. Yeah. Um, and that's something that they, they didn't see many people with that kind of background. Um, and I don't know what it was. Like, sometimes it is a little bit of fate, isn't it? Yeah. I thought, do you know what? Like, I'm going to actually, like, go for this, um, you know, see what happens. Like, yeah. I've, I've worked in nurseries before. Um, I did my work experience back in the day when I was, like, 15 <laughs> in a nursery. So it wasn't kind of new as in like the, the type of work but going down that actual like career journey and to become qualified that was something like it, it was a little bit of a risk um and it so turns out that then we went into lockdown um which was really lucky for me because this industry was one that we were key workers we were still needed yeah. um but unfortunately with performing arts um and no, exactly. Performing abroad was not really something that was viable back then. So I was very lucky to kind of fall into something new and something that I've stayed in. Yeah, no, amazing. I think it's, so like you said, like fate, mm. things happen at the right time sometimes, don't they? Yeah, it's so kind weird. of COVID helps you to redirect your career, I guess. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a detour from early years in this episode and we're going to talk about your acting training. Okay. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your background in acting? Yes. So way back when I was about eight years old um, and my auntie did a lot of like amateur dramatics and um, there was like a local production and they needed like a lot. It, it, you know, The King and I? Yeah. Yeah, it was The King and I. Um, and I also did um, Whistle Down the Wind, yeah. uh, which is like quite heavy on like ensemble children. Yes. So she asked whether I wanted to kind of be in it. And um, yeah, I did that. Um, and I was very painfully shy as a child. Like, so wow. this for me 
was such like a huge thing. And I did go to um, a dance school from the age of like four or five. So I, I did do dance and I did perform, but yeah, I wasn't massively confident with it. So I was kind of just going along and <laughs> I absolutely loved it. So I did that. And then um, I carried on my journey and I decided to do some singing lessons when I was a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and I also did like kind of musical theatre classes. And then at school, I I loved reading out loud, you know, like in English literature classes. Yes. I loved it when um, the teachers would be like, oh, who wants to read this next page? And everyone's like, oh. I used to be like, yeah, well, I'll do it. And I would I would read and we were learning Macbeth. Right, okay. And I was like absolutely like obsessed with Shakespeare. Like I loved it. <laughs> so I auditioned for like the local school like production, which was um, Macbeth. Um, this was when I was about 14, 15. And I got the part of Lady Macbeth. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Most unlikely person to ever get it. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, where's Olivia come from? But... <laughs> but I think that's what started my journey kind of in yeah. secondary school down the acting route. Um, I decided to then, uh, uh, I thought about staying on at sixth form, but there wasn't any guarantee that I could actually do drama because oh, like the amount okay. of people yeah, wanting to do it. Outside of that circumstances isn't there with education and what you can exactly. and can't do. Exactly. And I didn't want to take the risk of then pulling like the that curriculum so yeah I decided to go to Northampton College and I did straight acting I did consider musical theatre but I was really like into straight acting right um so I did that for two years and then auditioned for drama schools and unis and went off when I was 18 for three years amazing where did you study acting um, I went to St Mary's in Twickenham in okay southwest London so so you packed up and went yeah, to London? Yeah, packed up and went there. I mean, it was like a bit of a panic, to be honest, because it was, I auditioned for like um, a few drama schools and I got to like the last round of one quite well-known one. And it was got to the point, I was like, what do I do? Because I, I didn't get in, um, but then I got into a uni and I was right. like, I did really want to go to drama school. But it was the last year before the fees went up. Oh, my fees were like... 3,600 or something and it, it like, no, like it is, yeah, yeah it tripled so I did panic and I'm really just really wanting to like move out and go and yeah. study acting and meet new people so again that was a risk and I did um yeah I just jetted off to um London yeah oh, I love <laughs> that so you think that starting sort of your drive to study acting was from mm. a young age it kind of definitely even though you said that secondary school is where it really kicked in yeah you'd been exposed to it at an even younger definitely, age definitely definitely I mean like I remember even when I was I mean I was quite a good girl and uh, and at the age of three like my mum was taking me to the theatre things like that because she yeah. didn't want to sit still <laughs> <laughs> you'd enjoy watching everything exactly yeah. so I remember seeing Beauty and the Beast in the West End and I was just yeah like fascinated by yeah. it so yeah, so definitely exposed to it at such a young age. My Def, mum was yeah. into like theatre, like members of my family were. So, yeah, gr growing up listening to that music as well really helped like my drive for it. I think that was that was my next question. I was going to yeah. ask: Did your childhood involve lots of theatre trips and musicals? Mm -hmm. Do you think that kind of played a part in yes. your not obsession for it, but your love of? Yeah, acting and things. Definitely. And like, the, I remember when we're going on like school trips and things and 
and this was when I was a little bit older, like teenagers, and, and some people had literally never been to the theatre before. Gosh. And I was just like, what? Because I'd like gone all the time. Like, I was so lucky to be yeah. able to go, like even if it's just like local things, like amateur productions, you, you learn so much and yeah. you're exposed to so much kind of literature as well. Yeah, I mean, I I did I was exposed to those as, as a child as well. Yeah. I did theatre school because I, I did musical theatre, not just mm. acting. And yeah. I remember we did Bugsy Malone. Oh, I love that. And my mum rented it for us. And I think I watched the DVD like four times a day. I'd get up in the morning, I'd want to watch it. We'd eat tea, I'd want to watch it. I just can't. And I think she had to extend how long we had the DVD for. And eventually <laughs> she just bought it for me. And oh. it, it, that's the type of thing that sticks with me. Yeah. Like I said, when people say they've never been to the theatre, it blows my mind. And I'm yeah. like, how can you, what? Like, yeah. one of my favourite things, like as myself and my sister, mm. we love going to watch musicals. Like the yeah. other couple of months ago, we watched... We did two in one day because we were in London hey, and we just yeah. did it. That's and an eye, yeah, exactly. We did, and I just, it, I'm like you. It kind of, I don't, uh, yeah, not, I don't get it. But I think, oh my god, like live theatre. There's nothing quite like it. And yeah, I think if you've absolutely. done it from a young age, it's really yeah. like embedded in what yeah. you do. And that rich storytelling, like you yeah. just see it like through the characters, and it's it is it is amazing. And gosh, like the teamwork that goes into it as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's so much behind the scenes that as an audience you don't see, but when yeah. you've done it, you understand like yeah. the workings of it as Absolutely. well, don't you? Absolutely. And I mean, like, there's, I mean, going back to kind of like people who have never been to the theatre, there, you know, some of it is an affordability, but I know of that course. there's some there's some charities that offer like a certain amount of like free or really like discounted really? tickets. I remember once, I think when I was at uni, I remember like the National Theatre having like, used to go online and get like five pound tickets and things oh, like that. And so there are things out there which obviously shows the importance of definitely. Theater. No, definitely. It's it's one of those things that mm. I wish everybody gets the chance to go and definitely be a part of. I think, like you said, I did our drum dramatics as well. Yeah, and it's so different. And but it's just fun. Like I just remember yeah. everything about it being really fun. Absolutely. Do you think that doing these sort of things when you were younger I know you said you're quite a shy child do you think yeah. that throughout the years it's kind of built your confidence doing these absolutely musical theatres yeah like completely yeah. like it, until I was like a teenager I was, I was very much like I only spoke when I was spoken to kind of person yeah. um, but I just I just loved performing like I, I loved it but sometimes like, I just didn't have the confidence to really go for it on stage yeah so, being around others who might have been like more confident or kind of like you know training more and, and doing more classes like really built my confidence and, yeah. and having people like give you compliments on your performance it it just like really like boosted me and gave me such a drive for it I think as well like it, it, you can meet a lot of like actors and performers who take it on like professionally and they're like the most driven people you could ever meet mm. because it is such a tricky industry yeah which is why I kind of um, changed career because it it is yeah gosh you have to be completely and utterly thick skinned yeah so I think that's really helped me because I I have become more that like, I'm sensitive but I you know I I know whatever happens it's not going to be as hard as kind of 
traveling and missing a day of work so you're missing a day's wage mm. you then travel in peak to london on a train which costs like ridiculous amount of money you know you're having to train and and read sheet music i remember there was one audition i went for and i literally practiced it was like 16 no 32 bars for song gosh which isn't a lot yeah and then when when we were there i literally sat on a cold floor for eight hours and they kept coming out going right okay it's eight bars now i was like oh my goodness which is literally like half a sentence yeah and i was like gosh you've you've just got to be so thick-skinned to be able to put up with all that hard work to literally go in sing a little bit right thank you next Gosh, I got yeah. Mm. It's the side of it that nobody really yeah thinks about or sees, and it's definitely yeah. It's got like you say, it's built that thick skin for you that you definitely that definitely you didn't, didn't know you needed them maybe yeah. And and now like whatever I do now, and I, and I do think it's because of this training and because of you know how I've kind of approached my career. Like now, like everything I do, I literally just put a hundred percent into it. Yeah, so I I've now trained. That's how I think, which is. Is a really good thing, like definitely. It comes from a really crazy place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so with your so obviously working full time in the nursery as manager now, how yeah. do you keep your hand in with acting? What do you yeah. do? Because I guess now it's more of a hobby and it's something you just enjoy. It's there's not as much yeah. pressure on it, maybe. And yeah, that's that's true. Like as much as I kind of wanted to do it forever and it, it did get to the point where I'm like I, I do want it more as a hobby now because yeah. you you do lose that enjoyment when you know that literally you're you know you're self-employed it's your bread and butter if you're not making making it you're sure yeah. live it you're like you're not got any money to do nice things and go on holidays and yeah. you miss a lot of you know friends and family's events because you're away doing things or yeah, you know, um, it's a lot really, isn't well, it? When you, when you really absolutely talk, go into it, yeah. So now, when I do it, I know that I'm doing it for the love, um, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm safe, I'm securing my job, I've got a career, yeah. But I've also, you know, choose to do this on the side, um, and I just enjoy that aspect. And socially, it's it's really great for kind of being around like-minded, creative people. Yeah, the thing. It's like you said, it, it's now enjoyable. It's like you're not, like I said, you've got yeah. your study career that you're enjoying, but you're yeah. also able to have something in your life that is still yeah. bringing such enjoyment. So what So what kind of things are you, are you doing or have done? Is there anything? So I hadn't actually acted in like five years or something crazy. And then a friend of mine who I'd acted with before um, said to me, um, like literally like over a year ago now saying, I've got a play that I want to put on um, and it's called Educating Rita. Yeah. And um, I was so excited because I really identified with this character. You know, she was a strong female character. She was kind of married young and not that I can relate to that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, her husband wanted her to have a baby and she was all about, no, do you know what? I'm, I come from a very working class background and I would like to um, go and study literature. Yeah. And that was her complete and utter passion. And um, she went to the Open University and when the Open University like just started off and she she did, she like made it. And I thought, do you know what? I can really relate to this strong character. You know, yeah. it's it's more kind of influences that we need for like young women this, in this day and age, you know, because a lot of theatre and a lot of stories in general 
are quite male driven. Like, mm. so yeah. it was really nice to have that kind of character. And I thought, yeah, I'm just, I really want to do this. And it, 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 it just felt good to be asked. So I did that. Um, and then I've been with a company um, called White Cobra and they do like local productions like Northamptonshire. Um, and we also tour. So I did a tour quite Amazing. recently. We went to like the Isle of Man. Um, we went to like Chester, um, all different places. So it just provides that release from work because yeah. it is a high pressure environment mm -hmm. working in the early years. So no matter what your hobby is, I think it's important to have a hobby. Yeah. So you have got that release. Otherwise, you just don't have a work-life balance. No, definitely. And are you still doing productions now? It's kind of what yeah. you're... We're still yeah. with the same company. And still with the same company. Um, I'm doing a play um, in November, December time. I'm going to a couple of different places. We're performing um, at, you know, the Royal? Yes. Uh, we're performing there for like a few days. Um, and this is great, this play, because it's all about storytelling. Amazing. So, <laughs> which you're very love that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm literally, I use the children sometimes like as like an inspiration because this is an ensemble piece. It's for women and it's all about the war. Um, and they went off um, and they were like, you know, they were part of like the land army yeah. and doing their bit. Um, but they all play like different characters in this story. So I literally think, oh, God, like trying to use like inspiration, yeah. what kind of voices would, you know, my children use and things like that. So, yeah, just, just a bit of, like silly, but yeah, this is good fun. Really good fun. <laughs> do you think that your acting background and you're still doing your acting and things, do you think this helps you bring out confidence in the children? that you're mm. sort of working with because you knew what it was like to feel a little bit shy and reserved, but this yeah. training has helped you come out of your shell. So do you think that you try and do that a little bit with the children in your nursery? Yeah, definitely. Like I see a lot of myself in some of the children who may be a little bit more shy. I mean, most of our children are really like quite confident children, but in some ways they might struggle you know, to express themselves emotionally. Mm. So it's not just the confidence, it's also that expression. Yeah. And um, it is like their literacy skills as well. Like people think, oh, you know, drama acting, you know, it's it's not kind of, you know, viable in, in this day and age. But actually, yeah. you know, English is a huge part of the curriculum as they get onto formal education. So starting it young with storytelling and, and kind of role play and performances. And we do like, um, we did like a play at Christmas and <laughs> some of them like, and you just don't know who's going to like crumble, no. who's going to, but most confident children can crumble as soon as they see their parents in the audience. Yeah, a high pressure situation. It's definitely, to, is it? Yeah. And then it works the other way. You've got, um, children who you think, oh gosh, I don't know how they're going to be. And then all of a sudden they're just, wow, they get that buzz from yeah. clapping and, and kind of remembering what they're supposed to be singing. And yeah, I, I really do, well, I hope it really brings out the confidence in them and kind of enjoyment in that aspect too. Definitely. And I think it's like you said, it's it's building skills that mm -hmm. they'll take with them Definitely. forever. Do you think there's any skills that you've learned in your acting career that you have now sort of transferred into your career, not only as nursery manager, but sort of going through that 
early years training and and doing the qualifications you think there's any transferable skills that you've that you've got definitely I think like um in a way um because I'd kind of studied at uni I kind of knew what was expected of me to kind of go through my level three and I knew that and I could kind of use that to help other people who are going through their level three as well because I've had to use like the studying and I've given kind of like tips and tricks on things that they should do and and reassurance that you know it's not the end of the world like if if you're in the mood for doing your coursework tonight that's fine do it tomorrow like it is not people put so much pressure on themselves Mm. I've got to do this I've got to do this and and actually like as long as you look after yourself as well that's what I've learned that You've got to look after number one to be able to kind of do your job properly and do like your qualifications mm. um, with like the right intent. So definitely, I mean, in terms of like resilience as well um, and management of people, when I was in my last year of uni, um, I took it upon myself to do like um, I contacted loads of different um, companies and um, stage management teams um, to see whether I could do some work experience. Now, I must have sent out like, uh, hun- like I don't know, over 100 wow. emails and one person got back to me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this was for a production of um, 1984 at the Playhouse um, in the West End. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so it was shadowing the stage manager and I was just really interested to see what that kind of role entailed. So I did that, I volunteered, and I learned so many skills from that, like dealing with people because yeah. it it is a massive part of, of of my role. Yeah. And not necessarily like the the children are kind of used to looking after those children and managing the children, but now it's kind of a new thing managing people yeah it's so completely different ball game, isn't it? so looking back I think gosh yeah I did learn that and uh, there are so many kind of transferable skills um and in terms of um children I also taught a um in creative learning group for um a theatre where I was at uni so again it was kind of like preparing of lessons preparing like the children making it fun for them so I definitely use that as well to kind of keep things engaging for the children especially in group times and things like that trying to yeah. get the most out of those children yeah I think well. it's like you said it's it's having lots of transferable skills that makes mm-hmm. that makes you like a, a good manager and you've got an all-round sort of selection of tips and tricks that you can pull on yeah do you think that when you I don't, when you're managing people do you kind of think about how you would want to be managed in different scenarios yeah definitely like I think um I try and think in terms of like empathy mm-hmm. like I always think you know how would I feel if I was going through this situation like even if people need to be pulled up on things it is kind of being relatable as well yeah because I've been in that exact same situation too because I, I, I started off as an unqualified practitioner. So I've kind of like, you know, like moved upwards. So it's yeah. not like I'm coming in all guns blazing. Like I, I really do have that kind of empathy for people. And I, I try and use like 
real life, you know, scenarios of, of things that I've been through in, in my career um, to help others too. No, it's um, such a good skill, such a good skill to have as a manager, isn't it? Yeah, and the organisation as well. Like mm. you've got to be super organised, especially in the early years. So I try and keep things organised and a lot of like my team who I work with, they like that kind of approach. They like, you know, that they need to know things, they need lists yeah. and things. So kind of... Yeah, like I, I, I'm kind of like that anyway. But if I wasn't, I would have adapted my kind of work ethic to help those people because a lot of the staff like visuals. Right. Yeah. So it's learning their learning styles as well as yeah, absolutely, isn't it? Yeah. Do you sort of going back to children and acting and musical theatre clubs mm. and groups and things like that? What are your views on children joining them from a young age? How do you feel about those? Well, as long as they're not, like, forced, you know, like, some parents are, you can get your pushy parents, I'm not going to lie, and, yeah. you know, they did it way back when, so they want their children to be in competitions, and I think when you see, like, especially, like, on American, like, TV shows, you know, yeah. you see them, like, and the pageants and things like that, yeah. I think, oh, God, yeah, you're kind of stepping into, like, dangerous territory there, <laughs> but I think for, like, 99.9% .9 of people, um, it is kind of something that, I think parents kind of look upon and think, are oh, my children's interested in that? Um, and there's nothing wrong with giving it a go because yeah. if, they, if they don't like it, they can always stop. But it's a great way of meeting friends. I met so many friends through doing kind of um, theatre clubs and things like that. Um, and uh, also a lot of kind of dance schools, musical theatre, acting classes, they do um, like trials. So you literally go for like a free two-hour trial just to see whether your child likes it and that's good like what have you actually got to lose yeah because you can just turn around and say oh no thank you or okay yeah i like this we can go for it would that be one of sort of your top tips for parents taking children to these sorts of things yeah absolutely i mean like speak to like mum friends or people who be able to like recommend like a theater school and um, but also there's lots of like productions on um, kind of in in like the local community so going to see these productions and if you you know you can then speak to like the teachers there you can you can even if you're confident speak to some of the mums and see would they recommend that school yeah um and also it's it's great for getting children out to theatre and yeah they'll, they'll probably watch it and think oh you know like I, I could be up there and do Definitely. that and act like my favourite character or dance my favourite song that kind of thing yeah, I think it's it's exposure, isn't it? It's exposing yeah. children to it, and if they like it, they'll yeah, they'll enjoy it. Are you glad that you were exposed to the world of acting, musical theatre, going to yeah. shows as a child? Oh, absolutely. I, I wouldn't be doing like the job that I'm doing now if if I had it because I don't think it would have built that confidence up for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of like people skills, and I mean like in terms of uh, teaching to young children, it, it is a performance. Yeah, you are the character of the teacher yeah. in the... Yeah, yeah. I am today Miss Olivia. And <laughs> like, even though I'm myself, like, you leave everything at the door, don't you? Yeah. And I think I'm getting better at being able to do that because it's getting into that role, that character, and, and really thinking of those children's needs, like, you know, above my own. So I definitely, yeah, and... It, and it turns out now, like, I'm still being out, like, I can still, like, you know, sing and act and, and do yeah. things um, on the side. So, you know, it's, it's it really, like, it's a huge part of my life. 
I think it's once you once you fall in love with the theatre. Yes, you, it's a lifelong love. I personally think because I, I don't think I'll ever fall out of love of going no. to the theatre. I could go and watch anything. Oh, I could go yeah. and watch an amateur dramatic show, or yeah. I could go watch something in the West End. And and we went to New York at Christmas, mm. and we watched the Rockettes, and that has been on my list for years and years. And I yeah. walked into the theatre, and I've got a picture where I turn around or a video and I'm in I'm in Radio City Musical and I'm like, or I was I was completely taken yeah. aback by this theatre and it's things like that that I just I, I get it like when you're in yeah. the world of it you're in the world of it and I didn't memories like, it's yes. fantastic it's, isn't it's it it's something you take with you and I, yeah. I didn't when my GCSE st- started, I yeah. made the decision, what was it going to be like? Mm-hmm. And I stopped it all to focus on school. And yeah. don't get me wrong, it led me to my early years career and I would never yeah. change that. But I do miss being part of that community because it, it mm-hmm. was just so fun. But then I still get to spend time with my sister, go to the theatre and we yeah. sing all the songs. And Oh, my God. There was a local performance of Kinky Boots recently and oh. I've seen it now three times. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, I don't get bored yeah. watching the same things because every time you watch it with a slightly different cast, God, yeah. it can change it. Yeah, and it is. And I, and I think, like, going back to children as well, they're learning how to, like, sit still and focus on something. Because that is such a huge thing. Like, I know when you see, like, children's theatres, the specific things, you know, of, yeah. like, their favourite shows and things, and a lot of children... Oh, I did laugh one one day. I was like, is anyone else going to go to the theatre? Like, why is no one taking me? <laughs> <laughs> they all went to see the same show. And um, it's shorter acts, granted. Yes. But these children are learning how to sit and listen and focus engage and, and yeah absolutely story. yeah and that whole atmosphere that's created and, and always like when you look at the performers on stage they just always look like they're having so much fun yeah they're having the best time <laughs> and Lou. one of my favourite things when I'm going to the theatre is the um, interval ice cream yeah you can't go to the theatre without having an <laughs> interval ice cream I just, so, I, think, I just think it should be a rule that you have to do it and when you don't when, when we went and did two shows in one day I didn't in the second show because I was like my sister's like alright you feeling okay and I was like I just can't have another ice cream I'm a little old but I think like you said it's those memories that start as a child yeah and definitely. I just remember it and the music and the enjoyment and it's expressing yourself mm. in different ways and it's such fantastic skills for children yeah to learn even though they probably don't realise that no they don't realise and I remember even as a child like my interval kind of um, routine is of course go to the toilet you've got to say yeah. <laughs> in the queue yeah I know you're standing there in the queue but then you're hearing everyone talking about the show and I'm like so yeah I'm like listening to what everyone's saying what I'm thinking think? <laughs> yeah, I agree with that person and, and that is like part of it that hustle and bustle um flicking through the program yeah reading about the performance here like the performers um reading all about like certain aspects of the show like looking at like the stage management team yeah. like set design oh, how that go into it costumes makeup yeah. um history of the shows because there is a lot of history to things yeah. and it's just like a really fun I mean like like six, for example. Oh, I never realised I would be so into like Henry VIII. Oh no, that's <laughs> on my list. I really want to go and see. I really want I to go it. and see six. Yeah, and it's yeah. Mine's yeah. The saw Billy Elliot in the West End mm-hmm. when it was on, and she she yeah. loved it. And I remember she went to see Avenue Q. Oh, 
when it was on the West End. And yeah, and then we went when it was in a local theatre on tour. And it's such a different type of theatre. And it's been exposed to so many different types of of theatre. You've got like plays, you've got the musical theatre, you've got dance shows. And dance shows I find incredible as well because I think you... It's a different kind of storytelling. That's fantastic. And we went to see um, Peaky Blinders yeah. through the story so through dance. That. Yeah, it I bet was, that was really incredible. Cool. Was it contemporary? Yeah. Yeah. And I went with um, my partner and my um, mother and father in law. And my father in law just didn't get it. And it was so. It, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't Peaky Blinders. This isn't Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Outside the box. And, and I said that. I said, they're just yeah. telling the story in a different yeah. way. And I just think it's such an interesting way. And it's like you say, children can learn mm. that you don't have to always use words to express yourself. And it's how yeah. we, when we teach behaviour and things, obviously we we ask for kind hands and things like that. But if yeah. someone's feeling scared or stressed, they can go to a safe place. That's their action of telling you. Yeah. And it's just storytelling in a completely different Definitely. I mean, I do that with um, something like the children we've got. We've got an Alexa and they ask for songs, which is amazing. Sometimes I'm like, okay, right, I really need to. Yeah, I do need to listen to what they're asking for. I'm thinking, hang on, you know, the poo poo song and all that. (laughs) They're so good, aren't they? They're they're so lovely. I mean, I personally love that song, but but I um, I, we had a little boy once and um, and everyone was copying him in the end and it was like this like Halloween music and it was quite scary music and he was stomping around his face was like angry and I was like he's really feeling this music yeah and I videoed it and sent it to his mum like you've got to take him to some sort of like stagecoach yeah (laughs) do something with it yeah Yeah, because he was really really into it for ages I just thought that is so clever. He's he's listening to the music and he's feeling it through his body and expressing yeah. himself. And it's just really good for like children's well-being as well. Mm-hmm. To be able to express yourself in different ways, get so yeah. much off your chest. You can yeah. You can do um, it's limitless, really, isn't it? What you can yeah can do through music and and dance and things. Definitely. So, in a nutshell, how would you describe a career? in acting what would it how would you sum it up I know you didn't continue with it past yeah. your you've got sort of changed your career and yeah still using the skills and everything but how uh-huh. would you summarize it for anybody listening I would say that it's just it I mean it's so rewarding like the buzz you get from the audience when they're you know clapping yeah. and cheering because people are at the theater because they want to be there yeah and you know and and the audience members aren't stupid either you've got to you know, you've got to plant the seed of a story. You know, don't spoon feed them. They will come out and discuss things and, and you know, talk to their friends and families. Or if they, some people go on their own, you know, they're even, you know, thinking about it afterwards, you know. And it, it's just that kind of collective community. And it's just amazing to be a part of. Like, it really is. And But you do have to be extremely resilient. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of luck in it as well, I'm not going to lie. Like, yes. you know, there is that too. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't have changed that experience for the world. Like, I've learned so much. I've seen so many different places when I went off and did, like, my singing, which um, I kind of found as I got to, like, you know, early teens. Yeah. Um, that yeah was definitely like the making of me in 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 that aspect too finding all three aspects of performing singing dancing and acting yeah 
it just yeah it's, it's it is amazing if if you do have that career and you do make it but if you don't it's it's a fantastic hobby yeah no exactly yeah, it's, it's not something that you have to stop just because it's not your career no no absolutely not and I think a lot of people think god I'm a failure because I haven't made it like I haven't you know done this yeah. and, and you do get like the same sort of questions you know people go and if you audition for this you know are you, are you in EastEnders you know you, you do get them questions but yeah. it is you know you, you just gotta kind of ride the wave yeah um, and yeah if, if it's your dream you, you always should chase your dream and I think um, that was my dream at the time and that's what I install into the children you can be anything you want to be like Definitely. we let them chase their dreams if they say things that they want to do I'm like yeah absolutely because go for I, it yeah I agree yeah so my final question that we ask everybody is what can you remember from your childhood that is your favourite childhood memory? Oh my goodness, there's so many memories. <laughs> um, one that, do you know what, actually reminded me of it yesterday. I was driving along, listening to my musical theatre tunes, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> and I heard, do you remember Anastasia? Yes. Oh, Once Upon December. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one, isn't there? Oh, there, there was, there's so many good songs in that. And I just remember listening to it like... On, I think back in day, I think it was like tapes. Probably, yeah. These children, they they don't have a clue what no, they are. No, no, they're born. They're literally like tapes. What CDs? Mm. <laughs> what is that? It's all about the Alexa and the phones. Yeah. I remember listening to it and just rewinding it, repeating it, learning all the words. Um, that was just a fantastic memory for me because I used like small world in it like yeah. I use like my little tiny figurines like yeah. I was obsessed and I used to create like dance routines them songs and, and it really brought it back yesterday when I was driving and I was thinking gosh like there's so many like happy things like even if even if it was like things that I just did like on my own like back then I didn't realise what I was actually learning and what I, you know what I was actually yeah. getting out of it to me it was just like happy memories and yeah I guess kind of leading you into Definitely, you started in and the, the uni degree and everything that you yeah. you did with it all. Yeah, amazing. Thank you oh. so much for joining me. One of my favourite chats, talking all about musical hey, theatre. Thanks, Mark. You. I could talk for hours, but I oh, know it's like only you. home, isn't it? To exactly. about theatre. It is, but thank you so much. And I hope this conversation has kind of inspired people to, like you say, take their dreams. And even if. If it doesn't work out the way you always thought it would, yeah. you haven't failed and there's always no. opportunity to have that work-life balance and and still enjoy what you enjoy doing things yeah. outside of work as well. Definitely. And, and for children to kind of start off just by doing clubs, they'll make probably lifelong friends. Yeah. They'll learn so many skills and it... Do you know what? It just gets them out of the house, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. Burn that energy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, and on that note, we hope that everyone has enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much again for joining oh, me. Thank you for having me. And hopefully we'll get Olivia back on. We can talk more theatre and early years. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.